Good morning. Happy Sabbath. Today is Saturday, March the 2nd, and we're studying the Bible study guide for the first quarter of 2024. The Bible study guide for this quarter is called Psalms. Today we're starting the 10th lesson, and lesson number 10 is called Lessons of the Past. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the Sabbath day that you've given us. We ask you to please help us enjoy the Sabbath day and the time that we spend with you. And this morning, as we're about to study this Bible study guide, we ask you to send us your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, lesson number 10 is called Lessons of the Past. And the memory text for lesson number 10 comes from Psalm 78, verses 3 and 4. And it says, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us, we will not hide them from their children, telling to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. In numerous psalms, praise takes the form of narrating the Lord's mighty acts of salvation. These psalms are often called salvation history psalms, or historical psalms. Some appeal to God's people, telling them to learn from their history, particularly from their and their ancestors' mistakes. Certain historical psalms contain a predominant hymnal note that highlights God's past wonderful deeds on behalf of God's people and that strengthens their trust in the Lord, who is able and faithful to deliver them from their present hardships. The special appeal of the historical psalms is that they help us to see our lives as part of the history of God's people and to claim that past as our own. As we have been adopted into the family of the historic people of God through Christ, the historical heritage of the ancient people of Israel is indeed the account of our spiritual ancestry. Therefore, we can and should learn from their past, which is ours as well. The final goal is to realize that each generation of God's people plays a small but significant part in the grand historical unfolding of God's sovereign purposes in the great controversy. Now before we finish for today, let's take a look at the story for this week's lesson. The title of the story for this week is No Work, No Food, Part 5, and it's written once again by Andrew McChesney. After Sekula refused to work for several Sabbaths, his commanding military officer began to understand that he could not compel the young soldier to violate his conscience. So, you can't work on the Sabbath in the army, the officer said. That's right, I can't work on the Sabbath, Sekula said. From Friday evening to Saturday evening? Yes, I can't work. Then you can't eat during those 24 hours. Why can't I eat? If you're not working, you don't need to eat. Eating is working. Also, some of the food is prepared on your Sabbath, so you shouldn't eat it. Sekula was eating only bread and drinking tea because the other military rations contained lard. But he agreed not to eat bread and drink tea that was prepared on the Sabbath. As a recently baptized son of the Adventist, he wasn't sure that food preparation on the Sabbath was off-limits. But he needed to give an answer that met the officer's expectations. If he had refused to work but demanded bread and tea, the officer would think that he was being unfaithful to God. 
Several months passed, and the military cooks began to cook one meal a week without lard. It was the only meal that Sakula could eat, but it was prepared and served only on the Sabbath. Sakula prayed, God, please, could you change the day from Sabbath to Sunday? Would you do that for me? He prayed for a month, and the lard-free meal was moved to Sunday. Sunday happened to be a recreational day for the soldiers, a time when they could relax by playing soccer, basketball, and other sports. Sakula wished that the recreational day was on the Sabbath. It would be easier for him to refuse to play soccer than to refuse to work every Sabbath. He prayed again, I'm sorry, but could I ask you one more thing? Could you move the recreational day from Sunday to Sabbath so I don't need to explain every Sabbath why I can't work? A week after the lard-free meal was changed from Sunday, the recreational day suddenly was moved to Saturday. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much the way you act and the way you are and how you take care of us, your children. We ask you to please be with us the Sabbath day. Help us to enjoy the time we spend with you. Help us to do those things that help that help draw us closer to you. And help us to stay away from those things that draw us farther away from you. We ask you to please be with us uh, the rest of this day and everything that we do. Take care of us, protect us, keep us safe, and keep us close to you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being with us this morning. I encourage you to join us again tomorrow morning as we continue to study this Bible study guide called Psalms. Thank you and God bless you.